0: Hello everyone, welcome into our home again. Glad to have you, welcome to church. Glad to have you. Well, we're having church and we have been having church uh, uh, each time and it's church time and God's been blessing us. And I mentioned the other day, we're not together in the building, but we're together in our heart, we're together in the spirit. And boy, that's the way to be together. Uh, We mentioned so many times that building we love that building on Yoder Road 3085 Yoder Road. We love it. God gave it to us. We use it for a great purpose. But that building is not the church. The folks that are gathered here in spirit are the church, and we're glad to have you tonight. And boy, I've been looking forward to coming back and having church tonight. And uh, thank all of you for. Uh, let me let me say a few thank yous, and then I'll have prayer. I want to thank all the folks that uh, uploaded songs to Facebook. Linda requested that the other day. Well, I'm telling you, they bless my heart. A lot of you blood-blooded songs, and they just touched me and bless me. I appreciate you and all the folks that's commented and reached out to us and called us and texted us and uh, sent us Facebook messages. I'm telling you, that, that means something. That helps. And we thank the Lord for you, and we're glad to have you all with us tonight. we like to pray now. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your tender mercies, and God, for your grace. God, we thank you for your spirit we feel God, we thank you for the grand old church. Uh, God, nothing like it in the world. And God, we thank you for what we feel tonight and the desire to have a church and the desire to have this service tonight. God, I praise your name. Uh, Lord, I ask you once again, please help us tonight. Give us a good, sweet spirit, God, and reach out and touch people's hearts. Lord, help people tonight to listen to you and to obey you. God, we ask you these things in Jesus' name and amen come right.
1: I've got a real old song on my heart that the Lord put on my heart today as I was praying. I was thinking about um, doing this live stream tonight and uh, I thought how appropriate. Of course God always knows what we need but this song is is very old. I, I probably started singing it maybe 50 years ago. But it uh, tells my age, doesn't it? But pray for me. I'll try to sing this song, Sheltered in the Arms of God. Hey, I feel the touch of hands so kind hey, man. and tender. Yeah. There Amen. And mm-hmm. I'm sheltered in the arms of God. So let the storms break. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. That boy, I see it.
1: The dark. Yeah. Soon I shall hear that call yeah. from
0: heaven's portal. Mm-hmm. Amen. Come home, my child. Yeah.
1: This is Thank the, you, last Lord. You the last mile
0: you must. The
1: last mile. Yeah, Lord. Asleep. Thank you. But hey, man. That's going to happen. Sheltered safe within the arms of God. So let the storms yeah, reach high. The dark clouds rise. Yep. They don't worry me. Yeah. within the arms of God, yeah, Lord. He walks with me, yeah. and no.
0: great song. Thank you for that. Well, I appreciate it. Well, I certainly felt the Lord move powerful in that song. It reminds me of what's going on in our country, and our lives today. There's storms that we've never faced before. And I'm telling you, I haven't said much in the services that we've had. I haven't said much about the coronavirus. I haven't felt like it, but I, I do want to say a little bit tonight. Uh, we've been praying. We've been praying for our country. We've been praying for folks who are sick, praying for folks not to get sick. We've been praying for folks that have financial problems and out of work and jobs and all those things. Those are serious problems. We've been praying for those things. But you know what I do, there's a more serious problem in many people's lives than anything that the coronavirus can do when you're sheltered safe in the arms of God, everything's gonna be all right. Eventually, everything's gonna be all right. I'm gonna tell a little story, then I'll read scripture. When I first started pastoring Pleasant View Church, when I was about 22 years old, we were invited into a home. A man had terminal cancer and he's getting ready to die. They wanted to have a prayer meeting with him and they asked me to come. I didn't know him, but I was a new pastor and I said, sure, I'll go. And I prayed all over there and I said, God, what can I say to a man who's about to die? But when I went in the house, they said, uh, Dennis, his name was Dennis I said he wants to talk to you. He got on whisper. I went over by his bed and I thought, what's he going to ask me? He tapped me on the hand little gentleman and said, Preacher, God laid on my heart to have y'all come over here. And he said, I've never met you, but I got something God wants me to tell you. And I said, what is that, sir? He said, I want to tell you how good God's been to me. He began to grin and tears began to run down his face. He said, God, it's sure been good to me." He said, he saved my soul. He said, I'm almost home, preacher. He said, I know i got cancer. He said, it doesn't matter anymore because I'm almost home. He said, when I get my last breath down here, I'm gonna wake up on the other side. And he said, I don't have any more problems over there. And so when we put things in the right perspective, and we trust God and we get sheltered in the arms of God, things are gonna be all right one way or the other. Praise the Lord. I'm glad I'm feeling tonight. I feel such a good spirit and a good liberty here. I wanna read out of the book of Psalms. I just wanna read one verse if you'd like to read with me. I'll give you just a moment to get that. It's the 86th Psalm. And I wanna read from verse five. And once want you to really pray. I, I believe God's got a purpose in this. Just like when we meet over on Yoder Road, 3085 Yoder Road. Great place to meet. I'll be glad when we can do that again. But in the meantime, God's got a great purpose in us meeting like this on Facebook Live. And he gives us a spirit. That's what makes you know it's good. When God gives his spirit, uh, he's saying, that's good. I like that. And God's got a purpose. So you pray. Again, Psalms 86 and 5. Here's what the psalmist said. For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive, and plenteous in mercy unto all that call upon thy name, or thought to all that call upon thee. I got tears in my eyes and hardly read. Let me read it again. For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive, and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. And I want to use that word ready tonight. God's ready. Said here he was. Said he was ready to forgive to everybody that would call on him. Isn't that wonderful? With God's help, you can be ready. And we need to be ready. Uh, in uh, Luke twelve ten, 10, uh, Jesus said these words, be ye therefore ready also for the Son of Man cometh in an hour when ye think not. I want to look back into the New Testament I wanna look at some scriptures and uh, share them with you. And you pray real hard. Uh, I'd like to preach about being ready tonight. Over here in the 14th chapter of the book of Luke, it says here around first, verse 16, that uh, said a certain man, and again, this is Jesus speaking. said, a certain man made a great supper and bade many, and sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, come, and listen to this, for all things are now ready. Boy, I'm telling you what, uh, this man that made this great supper, he had everything ready. And when he told his servant, you know who that servant is? That's God's church. And that's you and I as part of God's church. And when God reaches out and sends out a message, just like he's doing tonight, you folks are out there praying, and uh, Linda saying, and Jerry's sitting over here praying, and uh, I read the Bible, and God's giving me a message to preach, and uh, God's Spirit's moving. I'm telling you what, God has everything ready. And listen, when he had everything ready, he bid those folks to come. I remember when I was just a 12-year-old boy, I came to church and the gospel was preached and God reached out to me with the Holy Spirit and he bid me to come. The church bid me to come. You know, in Revelation it says, the Spirit and the bride say, come. And let everyone that heareth say, come. And everyone that thirsteth, come and take from the water of life freely. Well, I'm not gonna go through every point in this story I have a, a number of things to share with you tonight, but I want to touch uh, just some of the points in here. When the servant went out, and, and get this part, uh, there was no lag time when the master told the servant go out and invite the people. They went. The servant was ready to work. Boy, I'm telling you, boy, I want to be ready to work. I want to be ready to do something for the master. I am sheltered in the arms of God, and he's been good to me. God gave His son to die on the cross and he raised me uh, up from my sins and made a new creature out of me, uh, made a new person out of me. I've been born again. Folks, listen, I ought to be thankful enough to God that I'm ready to work. Well, this servant went out and began to invite people. One by one, they began to have an excuse. You can read down through here, one man bought a piece of ground, the other man uh, bought a yoke of oxen, the other fellow got married. Many of them told the servant, no, I uh, can't come right now. Boy, I'm telling you what, it's a bad thing uh, to turn away God's invitation. He went on down through here, and uh, the Bible said down here, verse 22 said The servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there's room. He told the servant uh, to go out uh, quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city. He told him uh, to bring in hither the poor and the maimed and the hot and the blind. Uh, I like all this story, but I like that part real good because Jerry, I feel like I fit in the buds with the poor and the main, and the halt and the blind. I had a lot wrong with me, but I'm glad the Lord invited me in. And so I believe some of them came because of the way the servant answered. Lord, it's done as thou commanded, and yet there's room. Well, listen, the Lord said unto his servant, Go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be full. That word compel, that's a powerful word. It means use all the power you can. It doesn't mean to uh, kidnap them or drag them against their will. It means to influence them as powerfully as you can. Folks, when when I was a lost boy, there was people that was saved that went to church and followed the Lord. I'm telling you what, they had a powerful influence on me. They compelled me to come to Jesus. Well, I, I want to be part of a compelling bunch of people inviting other folks to come to Jesus. Let me share some things right here. Let's just come on my mind real strong, and I'll go on with this. You know, I've talked to people in my years as a pastor, people that I knew was saved, and maybe they weren't coming to church, wasn't living for the Lord, and God put on the heart to stop by and talk to them or visit with them. Maybe sometimes some of them say, well, I used to go to church, but uh, so-and-so offended me. You don't know what they did to me. Or so-and-so said something to me that I didn't like, or or somebody was rude to me, or somebody didn't speak to me, or." Uh, somebody uh, gave me a cold shoulder, and I just quit. Well, I going to tell you right now, God never did do anything mean to you. God never did slouch you. He never gave you a cold shoulder. How could you think about quitting on the Lord when he gave his only begotten son to die on the cross? Jesus come and he endured all manner of evil against him and uh, they smote him and they beat him and his visage was marred more than any man. They put a crown of thorns on him and dealt him with the cross and he did that willingly so you and I could have salvation. He died so we could live. So I'm telling you what. If you're in a spot like that, and I know the old devil gets to us, he's gotten to me before. He may have gotten to you. You might not be looking at things right, but I'm going to tell you what. You need to be ready to come and repent and get back in and help somebody. Listen. Uh, we've got friends. We've got uh, some people's got children. Some people have a spouse that's lost. Some people's got neighbors that's lost. Some people's got work uh, people that you work with that's lost. I'm going to tell you what right now, folks, we need to be ready. And these servants here, uh, they might have got a little disheartened. The Bible doesn't say that, but they kept going. A lot of folks told them no. Sometimes in my life, even as a pastor, when I'd invite people and invite people, a lot of them would tell me no. Sometimes the old devil will say to me, you might as well quit. You're not doing any good. Everybody's telling you no. But God stir my heart and he'd say, keep on, keep it on. And before too long, maybe some man or woman or little boy or little girl, uh, somebody'd come and they'd get saved and God run my cup over. I'd say, thank you, Jesus. No place to quit, no place to stop. We need to be ready. And so the man that made the supper had everything ready. God has everything ready. He's ready to forgive, just like I read to you back in the book of Psalms. This man had the supper ready. When he told the servants to go out, they were ready to go. And so listen, here's the problem with telling the Lord no. When he told his servant here, and when he said in verse 23, he said, go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be full. And here's the point I wanted to get to now. He said, for I say unto you that none of those which were bidden shall taste of my supper. I want you to know tonight, if you turn down God's invitation, you're turning down the best thing that you'd ever have. I'm glad I got saved when I did. I don't know what would happen later. Don't know if I had another chance. Don't know if i would live, but I got saved when I could. God can help you to be ready. There's a scripture just on the other page here. I was in the 14th chapter of the book of Luke here. You Bible readers are familiar with this. Over in the 15th chapter of the book of Luke, there's a scripture about a lost son. We usually call him the prodigal son. I'll just tell you what the scripture said about it with God's help. He came in to his father one day and said, I want what's coming to me. The father gave him his living and he left there, went out on his own. You know, I've made some bad choices like that before. This fellow thought he was going to do it his way. Uh, a lot of times I hear people say, I'm doing it my way. Well, I'm telling you what, folks do it God's way. That's the best way. This boy went out. He went into a far country. He joined himself to a citizen of that far country. Way, way from home. He finally got down so low that he was out in the, the hog yard feeding the swine. He fain would have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. There was a hunger in him. There was a, a yearning in him. You know what the Bible said? I like this phrase. It said he came to himself. Boy, sometimes we just need to come to ourselves. It's like looking in the mirror. We need to look at ourselves with God's help and see who we are. Somebody probably passed by out there and told him, said, boy, your daddy's doing good. Uh, back at the father's house, things are going well. You need to go home. Somebody told me that once when I was a transgressor. And boy, I'm telling you boy, uh, God blessed me to have a desire to go home. Uh, somebody needs to come home tonight. Now, this man was a lost man. But same point, lost or transgressor. When you're away from home and God calls you, you need to come home. Anyway, this man here, you know what he said? He said, I'm going to go to my father's house. Didn't stop there. Didn't stop with good intentions. Didn't stop and just let it go through his mind. He got up and headed out towards home. Boy, I like this part. When he got down toward the father's house, you know that father was looking for him? That father saw him coming when he was a long ways off. God saw me coming when I was a long ways off, and He did for me what He did what this man did for this lost son. This man went out. He went out and met the boy. Boy, He embraced him and uh, welcomed him home. He was glad to have that boy home. See, regardless of what you've done, God wants you to come home. Now, get this point. This man didn't stop and ask that boy, "Where you been?" He didn't say, "What you been doing?" He didn't say, you smell like you've been in the pig pen. He didn't say any of that. He just embraced him and welcomed him home. I'm telling you what, God knows all about your sins and I'm gonna tell you what, there's not any of your sins so big that God doesn't want you. God wants you to come home. That boy came home. You know how the father treated him? Let me tell you this, wanna make these points. The father was ready for the boy to come home. He was looking for him and he had things ready. God's ready for you to come home tonight. Well, this boy, he became ready to come home and he came home. You can be ready to come home with God's help. Here's what the father did for this boy. He said, this my son was lost and now he's found. So he was dead, but now he's alive again. You know what he told the servants? He said, kill that fatted calf. That calf that had been put in the stall, they'd been feeding it and getting it good and fat for a special event said kill that fatted calf. We're gonna be merry, boy, we're gonna celebrate. Oh yeah, and put the best robe on that boy. Get the best robe. You know what we got on tonight if we've been saved, if we've come out of sin, we've come back to the Father's house? We got the robe of life on. God gave me the robe of life. I've got a, you say, well preacher, is it that? No, it's just an old ragged coat. That I've got on um, the robe of righteousness, the robe of life that i got on. Um, it dressed my soul up. It's on the inside. He said, put a ring on his finger. Wow, that illustrates love. He said, put shoes on his feet. You get saved, you can walk right. Are you ready for something better? Well, I'm telling you what, God's ready for you to have something better. You need him tonight. I want to go back over into the 25th chapter of the book of Matthew. And I want to share some more people. Some were ready, some were not. That's the way it is in life today. Some are ready, and some are not. But you can be ready tonight. Uh, there's nothing that can keep you from coming to the Lord. If you're lost, there's nothing. When God speaks to your heart and when you feel that Holy Spirit, there's nothing that can keep you from coming to Jesus except if you just say no to him. Are you ready to come to him? You can be ready. Here in the 25th chapter of the book of Matthew, Jesus begins to talk, and he said, The kingdom of heaven is like unto ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Well, let me just share some of these points with you. There were ten virgins. Five were wise and five were foolish. Five of those virgins had oil in their lamps. Five of the virgins did not have any oil in their lamps. Well, I want you to know the cry came. It was, I think the Bible said maybe it was midnight. Anyway, the cry came that the bridegroom's coming. They got up to go meet him. Boy, those five foolish virgins, they said, oh, we haven't gotten any oil in our lamps. Let me let me tell you what that's a good comparison of. When you talk about oil in the lamp, in your vessel. I'm telling you what, one time when I was a lost boy, I had a vessel, but I didn't have any oil in it. Uh, but I'll tell you what happened. When God called me, and I come when he called, and I trusted Jesus as the Savior of my soul, he filled my vessel with oil, with the Holy Spirit. God put his spirit in my soul. I become a new creature in Christ Jesus. I'm telling you what, I'm glad I've got my vessel full of the oil. Well, those five uh, foolish virgins, and I believe all 10 of these folks was good people. If you had just looked at them on the street, you said, boy, that's a nice person. But see, five had the oil and five didn't have the oil. It's important to be saved. You can be a nice person and not be saved oh those five foolish virgins they, they said to the wise ones "Said, give us some of your oil oh they said we can't do it you have to go get your oil for yourself well they went out to try to get oil but I'm telling you what the bridegroom came and those that had the oil they went in to be with him they went into the marriage you know when I got into the marriage of the lamb that's when I got saved I become part of God's church the church is the bride, the lamb's wife those others will in they asked to get in, but it's too late. The door was shut. I'm telling you what, don't say no and stand on the outside and wait till the door's shut. That reminds me of one other scripture once And I try not to be too long, but boy, I, I just feel such a liberty to preach tonight. I feel such a need in somebody's life. Talking about a door, Jesus said, here, the door's shut. Those other foolish virgins couldn't get in. I thought of another door. Remember that man named Noah that built that ark back there? Oh, he worked on it a long time. Somebody said probably 110 years. I've never counted it. But he built it according to God's design because it was getting ready to rain. The flood was going to come. It came time for the rain to start. And God told Noah, said, You and your family, come on in. Boy, I'm telling you what, God was in the ark. He said, Come in. He didn't say go, he said, come in. Well, here's the point I wanted to get to. There was a door in that ark, there was a way to get in. To escape the flood. No one, his wife and his three sons and their wives, they went into the ark. Here's the part I like about that story. I like it all, but this is special. When they got in there, God shut the door. Well, I'm telling you what, they were safe on the inside. I'm glad I'm safe on the inside of God's ark of safety. But I'm sad for people that's waiting, that's still on the outside. I want to tell you what tonight. You need to be ready. You need to get ready. God's ready, the supper's ready. You can have what you need tonight. Boy, I'm telling you what, I believe somebody's listening tonight. I believe somebody's listening tonight. I believe you need to get ready. I'll tell you what I feel like doing tonight. I like to have an altar of prayer. And in just a minute, I'm gonna get right down here. You know, I've talked about using uh, these couches for chairs and altar, they make a good altar. When I got this on the heart, I thought, well, I can just use that to coffee tables in front of them. I could even use a bare spot on the floor. It wouldn't matter. Uh, the furniture doesn't matter. It's what you do in your heart. I'm going to pray tonight. And and what I'd like to ask you to do now, if you're old or sickly, uh, you don't have to do this, obviously. Uh, just sit where you're at and just relax. But everybody that's able-bodied and feels like doing this, I'd like for you to uh, get down somewhere at a chair or on your knees or at a table or in the middle floor. I'd like for you to get down and pray. With me. This is what I really would like to happen. Uh, let me describe this. And boy, you can be ready tonight. You can get ready and be ready. I'm ready to, go to, I'm ready to go to heaven, praise God. You can be too. I'm ready to serve the Lord. You can be too. Here's what I'd like for you to do in your homes tonight, wherever you're at. Some of you might be in your cars, but a lot of you is in your homes. I'm going to ask you as a family, I'm going to ask you to get down with me when I get down to pray. And I'm going to pray. And I think it might be good, Linda, when I'm praying, if you sing a song maybe. if you feel like doing that. I'd like to ask you if you're at home and you've got your family, I'd like for everybody to get down and pray. And listen, uh, if you're lost, please get down with you uh, folks and pray. You might have a mom and dad there to say, maybe you're lost. Or maybe there's a husband saving wife's lost, Or vice versa, maybe a wife saving husband lost. Or maybe children saving parents' lost. But let's let's all get together and pray tonight. Let's call on God. Let's get ready. If you're not ready, get ready. I'm going to get down here and I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask Linda to sing an invitation song while we're praying. And I want to hear from heaven tonight. And somebody, obey oh go over. get ready. Sing, Linda.
1: Just as... I am with one God. plea, yeah,
0: ready to But
1: that Lord. that
0: Lord I well, also
1: have in my soul. That and
0: that oh, I can see faces me. I can see faces be I see faces of God. Please, precious Lord.
1: Come out, I come. Lord,
0: help us,
1: help
0: us to get down and pray tonight and call us. Care, and ask you, if you're lost and you're not with me. Maybe with my day.
1: save me. easy to say that. That won't take any, anything hard to
0: do. It just means being willing. Are you willing to, to be ready? Are you ready to be willing? Well, you just turn it over to him tonight and
1: listen. Can if you're here tonight, each and you're saved,
0: Please, God, please, God, just keep speaking. Uh, Lord, I trust and hope there's some that's already come. But, Lord, if there's some that hasn't come yet to you, Lord, just my vision is off the All I can see is this table. Well, God, I know you can see heart You can see
1: everything see in everybody. You know, the heart of the mind and the intentions. God, come please. I promise, Amen. I Amen. believe, Amen. O Lamb of God, I come. Amen. come
0: Anything else? Oh, okay. I want to thank everybody for their prayers. I want to thank God for passing by again. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what I felt heaven move. I appreciate uh, everybody's prayers and the good Holy Spirit, and I appreciate those good songs that uh, God gave me to the same, same soul powerful. I appreciate my wife. I appreciate my brother-in-law. He's over here uh, with us praying for us. I appreciate him. Thank God for him. And again, those folks that put songs. oh, another thing, I've seen a lot of people putting on Facebook telling about when they got saved, how old they were, where they were at, different things, and that's blessed my heart. I've enjoyed reading that so good. I'm so glad that I have a time and a place I can go back to. And I'm glad that God's lets me tell it. And if you're here tonight with us in and, and spirit and listening on the, the stream, on Facebook Live, if you don't have a time and a place You need to be ready to get there because I'm not trying to be alarming, but time really is running out. You know, who would ever thought that we'd have a situation in America like we do with the coronavirus? Well, that just shocked me. I guess it did you too. We don't know what tomorrow holds, but some things we do know. We know that we're going to leave here. You can be as healthy as a bear and leave here. But whether you're healthy or whether you're sick or whether you're young or whether you're old, there's a day coming you're gonna leave here. Are you ready? Well, I'm telling you what, I'm ready. I wanna stay here a long time. i got a lot more to do, and a lot of people like to see you get saved and got a lot of burdens on the heart. I like to stay here and work for that. But when my time's done, I'm gonna take my flight like a mighty eagle. I'm going to a better country than this. I love America, but I don't know everything about heaven, but I'm going to like it over there because the master's there. And what are you going to be like, preacher? I don't know exactly, but I'm going to be like him. It's going to be okay with me. Praise God. I guess I better come to a close. I could hold you all night, but I don't want to do that Mike, I want you to tune in again, and I do. If we don't have church Sunday, and we're going to talk about that some more, but Looks like we might not have with conditions in the country and in our state and everything. But if we don't have church Sunday, we'll be doing this again uh, at 11 o'clock. Probably Barry will be on at 10 o'clock with the, with the children. And uh, then Sunday morning, 11 o'clock, Sunday evening at 6 o'clock. Boy, just keep praying. I'm telling you what, uh, God's, God's, he's doing some things. And if we'll let him, he'll do a lot more things. Praise God. Thank you for tuning in, being with us. God bless you and God love you. Bye-bye.